There he is. Hey, what's good, man? Is here. It's that time of day. It's that time of week. 1.34 p.m. And we are live now. The Conspiracies, Crimes, and Curses podcast hosted by yours truly, Anthony Pavetta and DJ Mad Max. Episode 44. Oh, yeah. We're back, man, for another, another Thursday. We're now in July. Yeah. July 2nd, 2020. Yeah. The year no one will ever forget. Yeah. Are you wearing matching bowls apparel? I, I, got a, I got a bulls hat on, and I got my Rocky t-shirt on. Rocky t-shirt. Yeah. So I saw the red, and I thought you were wearing, like, an MJ shirt or something like that. Or a no, or Derek I, Rose. I have a Michael Jordan shirt, but I don't wear it too much. How about wear a nice? How about wear a nice Joe Kim Noah Nick shirt? <laughs> that disgrace. Yeah, disgrace. Like Remember when he used to miss the free throws? There was a free. He shoot. He shoots like that. Yeah, shoots like he shoots like he's spreading his wings. Yeah. <laughs> wonder how much his. I wonder how much his Nick merchandise is going to no, cost. Probably negative. Probably like for free. Yeah, it probably is. Give it away at flea markets. Yeah, he got picked up by like by the Clippers, I think, right? Yeah, I think he did. And just remember, he was a former MVP candidate. Yeah, comes to the Knicks, doesn't do a damn thing. Yeah, <laughs> got paid seventy-two million dollars to not do a thing. One of the worst contracts in Knicks history, probably NBA history. Probably it's it's up there, hundred percent up there. But I want to like talk about like this thing with like the with covid and like and like and like sports man because this is like i mean this is the reality of 2020 we literally have no certainty on anything absolutely nothing and sports is a real big example of this like major league baseball basically signed off on a plan for a 60-game season starting off on July 23rd or 24th. Camps just opened up yesterday, so teams are at their fields right now doing workouts. I, you know um, Buster Olney, right, from ESPN? Yeah. He was on, he was on an interview yet. He was on an interview two days ago on some radio show for ESPN, and they asked him how he feels about this upcoming season. You want to know what he said? What did he say? He said that there's a 0% chance that it finishes. And he also said that there's a 5% chance that it even starts up. So basically, one of the most trusted names in baseball media today is making it known that he believes that there is a 95% chance that baseball is not played this year. After they just settled the terms on this deal for 60 games, 95%. That's basically saying there's not going to be any baseball this year, so why the hell are we doing this? Why are teams at their fields right now if we have bright minds that are saying these things? They shouldn't be there. I, I, I voiced and that's just baseball, uh, man. A couple days ago. Basketball, that's just ridiculous. They're going out in Orlando where, where the cases are skyrocketing right now in Florida. But this is just so frustrating. Well, basketball is a little different because they're in a because they're in the bubble. You know, they're in like the they're in the um, Walt Disney World resorts. 
So they're in like a, they're in, in an enclosed space, but you, you still have players going down. Yeah. The Brooklyn Nets have been decimated this past week. Lost Spencer Dinwiddie, lost DeAndre Jordan. You don't have Kyrie. You don't have Kevin Durant. They're just going to reach the 12-person the minimum of a, of a roster. This is unreal. And I just read right now that the, NFL's, the NFL Players Association is trying to push the owners to accept no preseason. The owners yesterday agreed to cut the amount of preseason games in half. So instead of four, it would be two. Well, now the Players Association wants there to be none. They're like, what the hell's happening? Everything is up in the air because of this virus. This is such, and it's so like, to be honest, like we've lost what? Over like 120,000 people. Absolutely horrible. But just the way that these, that, that these leagues are just going about things, getting our, getting our hopes up here, and then uh, I have a real feeling that, like, it's all going to be a huge disaster. And I want sports back so bad. But you've got these, you've got these players, player associations going at it with the owners for different reasons. You have players backing out. What if a player, like a big player, like for instance, like Paul George, just wants to like back out? It's a top player. Yeah. It's like I guess like he plays for who? The Paul George. He plays for the Clippers. I mean, I'm sure the Clippers would survive. I guess with like Kawhi, but who's to say that like another big star would just would just not want to go? Because because they're worried about safety. This is a mess. It's a mess. We are not going to see an ounce of normalcy until there is a vaccine that works and is used properly. Yep. I had this I, conversation with Anthony Tornatore yesterday because he was asking me, how is the sports department going to do things if you guys are heading home before November? Because St. John's has put this schedule together where we're going back and they want to have us off campus and out of there before Thanksgiving. How does that work? That can't work. Oh, what do you mean? Uh, uh, say that again? St. John's already created a schedule where we're supposed to go back August 24th, but they want us off campus by Thanksgiving. Why do they want you off campus by then? I, I think that's when they think the second wave is coming. But look at the – the first wave isn't even over yet. We don't even know anything – Like. We, we we can't be predicting waves here. We gotta just take precautions as is right now. That's why they tell you to, to like to wear a mask and wash your hands. So I don't know what St. John's is doing. Um, in your case, I think you gotta just go go with the flow of things and not and just you know not take too much of it to heart because you know the school doesn't even know. Yeah, you're right, because they, they can't make that decision for everyone. You have people from these infected states that go to St. John's. So how are you going to have them on campus with the people who are in areas who are not as infected? Get them infected, then you have them eating next to each other. They're not social distancing. They're using the bathrooms or in the common area. It can't work. It can't work. It's the truth. It's unbelievable. Listen, 
I get what you mean. This is all a mess. Cause, because the problem is we have no idea what's coming next. We thought that we had it under control. In fact, New Jersey has been the best. New Jersey and like Rhode Island have been the best in terms of containing and flattening the curve. <clears throat> but there's too many states that are still in the red. How is anything supposed to get done? How are people supposed to go back to work? New Jersey just canceled in, indoor dining. It was supposed to happen today. But but then but then the governor stopped it for the foreseeable future. Yeah. How many restaurants are going to go under? McDonald's postponed their indoor dining. I mean, if you want to call that indoor dining, they posted (laughs) indoor dining for about three weeks. Indoor dining of slop. (laughs) That's what that is. But that's all from like. But that's all from like uh, state government, though. Like. The governor, the governor is the one that tells them that yeah. they can't have people indoors. But these governors had dates. Governor Murphy had dates, and New Jersey was the best state out of all fifty. And they're still postponing shit. What is happening? I think there's things that the government and other officials aren't telling us. Because if you look at Trump, he just totally dismisses what the scientists say. We we don't have the task force that we have coming out and speaking every day again. And when they do speak, oh, it's fake news, it's propaganda, it's Antifa, it's all this, it's wah, wah, wah. It, it's just, you know what? He's, he's, got, he's got to get out of office, man. Like, these people, I can't wait till November. I hope he's voted out. It's about time. I, the people have to know the truth about this virus. Well, man. now he's... know what it is. Well now, well, now he's saying that he's fine with masks and stuff like that. Doesn't mean that he's going to wear one, yeah. but... He's, but he's all for people wearing masks and stuff. It's, dude, it's an election year. You gotta read. You gotta read between the lines. Politicians in the next couple of months are gonna be saying certain things out loud that are gonna be towards their campaigns. These people have races. These 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 people have careers that that are they're they're on the line. It's 2020, man. It's an election year. It's huge. And I don't know where the country is going to be by November 3rd. But all I know is that we have zero certainty on anything right now. Zero. The only major sporting event that I, that I saw these past, these past couple months golf. has been golf and the Belmont Stakes. The Belmont Stakes ran very well, too, last, a couple weeks ago. But... It's, it just, it's so frustrating, dude, when you have all these baseball fans and basketball fans and football fans who are so riled up for, this, for, for, season, for the season to start. And even hockey, too. Like, and then you have just these different entities that are just, they're just knocking it down. You have these great sports minds, these, these guys in the media that are knocking it down, like Buster Olney. 95% chance that it doesn't even happen. Well, what the hell are we doing here then? Why are the Yankees currently practicing right now at Yankee Stadium right now if you're telling us 95% chance? Like I said, like, there's one word, vaccination. That's what we need. I talked to Tor- Anthony Tornator about it. Vaccination. We need it now. We need it as soon as possible. That's when everything gets back to normal. 
I just don't get it, man. I just don't like like are you like are you trying to have a season because you wanna play? Or like are you like waiting for like the government to say something to you or, or your or the leagues itself? Like what's happening? What's a plan? Or communication. Like, are we waiting for somebody to die? Like, do we need somebody in the league to, God forbid, drop dead from this virus so that we can say, okay, now it's time to shut down again? Like, like I don't get it. We went – see, the thing with baseball was it was always about money. The health, the health protocols were kind of, like, put to the side. It was all about how much money, you know, the owners were going to give the players pro rata. But now they settled it. 60-game season, July 23rd. We're all hyped up, man. They just announced Yankees Nationals from, from, from D.C. either the 23rd or the 24th to be on prime time opening day. How hype, how, you know how hyping that is? And then you have to hear one of, the, one of the biggest baseball media guys in Buster Olney say that he's, he is firmly believing that there's a 5% chance that'll, that, that it'll even happen. This year has been a waste. 2020 has been a, the biggest waste I've ever seen. It's a year and, we'll never forget. This is going down in the history books. And I'm telling you, man, basketball ain't out of the woods. Are you kidding me? What if freaking LeBron gets it? LeBron could get it anytime from now until July 31st. What's stopping the virus from, from going to him? And if LeBron does get the virus, I mean, I don't know, man. He could change his mind. I mean, yeah. I doubt it because his team is on route to win a title. I think, I, I think LeBron is one of few that would truly fight his way to be there in Disney, to play in that, to play for the playoffs. First off, I have no idea why we even have eight regular season games for seeding. That's bullshit. Yeah. Because we have the NFL Players Association not wanting to do exhibition games, which I get because they're meaningless. But in terms of like, but I guess like they're so worried about like seeding and stuff like that with basketball. Just play the postseason. Just play. The name of the game for some of these teams, man, is just to get the season over with. Lakers, Clippers, Bucks, Celtics, you know what? Go out and play for a title because those teams can actually win one. But the Magic, like, you got to be kidding me. Yeah, who no. cares about – who cares where you're seated? You're not going to win a thing. You're not winning a first-round series. No. <clears throat> no. It's just like – like, do you get what I mean in terms of, like, it's so frustrating because – you're so amped to get sports back that, like, it's just – it's so, like, dis like, discouraging. It's so discouraging. My, my, my Brooklyn Net team, dude, is not even, like I – I, I, I have a good feeling that the, that the Nets may blow this lead in their freaking um, seeding. I think they're currently, like, the sixth seed. Six or the seventh seed, they may fall out of it. Their team's god awful, dude. 
right now, the only the only notable names on the team right now are like Karis Levert and Joe Harris. DeAndre Jordan's gone. Spencer Kyrie's Dinwiddie gone. is Kyrie's gone. Spencer Dinwiddie is sick with COVID, but he didn't confirm that that he was going to be out. So who knows? If he plays, he plays. Guess what? They're not winning a first round series. It's just not happening. Everything's up in the air. Nothing's confirmed. You just got to go with the flow, take it day by day. And like I said, vaccination, that's, that's a key word in all this. That's going to play a and, big part. And I don't know what's going to be the deal with, with football. I've heard medical experts say that football is doomed. Yeah, I, I wouldn't mean, be surprised. Oh, boy. And just think about it, man. You're a Jet fan. This, this is supposed to be like a big year for Sam Darnold. Yep. Is he just going to lose this year out? I will have to see. He's still going to get, he's still going to get service time. So that year, so that year is just going to be off his contract. It's, and now, huh, and now when you come back to football in 2021, that's going to be, that's going to be the walk year of his rookie contract. Then you're going to start negotiating you know, like big money contracts, and then there's a franchise tender and all that stuff. Yeah, the contract I'm negotiating is Jamal Adams. He's out. I'm, I want him out now. Oh, I know that. He's going to be out. So and, and, and think about somebody like think about somebody like 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 Tom Brady. You know, Tom doesn't really have that many years left. He probably figured going to Tampa Bay. He's only signed for two years. I mean. It's gonna be it's gonna be a one year contract, and then what? He's gonna go sign with another team at age what forty six? Yeah. <laughs> How old is he? Like, I think he's, he's like forty two, right? Forty two or forty three? Okay, so by that time he'll he'll be like he'll be forty four, forty five years old. He'll be done. The career will be over. He'll get one last kick at the can with Tampa Bay, and that'll be it. Confirmed, forty two. Oh my goodness! Such a mess this year is, dude. At least MLS is coming back. MLS is coming back, but they're doing blue. But they're but they're doing a freaking tournament to crown a champion. That's right. It's gonna be it's gonna be like the um, uh, World Cup, group stages, round of sixteen, semifinals. It's gonna be the World Cup. Why could why can't why couldn't basketball just cut just cut to the chase and go to the postseason? We all know that the finals are going to be an L.A. team in the West versus either Milwaukee, Boston, or Philly. Like, and, I'll, and, maybe, and maybe Toronto, maybe Toronto. But why are we, why are we doing this? I think they're trying to squeeze as much in, squeeze as many games in, trying to finish the regular season. I... No, but, no, but do like for seeding, basketball is, it, basketball is not that type of sport where you have these underdog teams come out of nowhere. Well, Doesn't the Knicks did it, the Knicks did it in 98, 99. Oh, my God. That was like, that was 20 years ago, <laughs> man. This is the era of super teams, stars on multiple stars on one team. Like it's a different time now, dude. Usually in basketball, the best team on the best team on paper usually wins. 
It's the only sport that really does that. There's not that much parity. So why are we wasting our time with eight games for seeding? And I'm not just saying that because Brooklyn could easily fall out, but I know Brooklyn's not winning their first round series. And I think I checked, they would probably be playing either the Sixers or the Raptors. They get their asses whooped. <laughs> what a bad first year, too, for this Brooklyn Nets like rejuvenation, man. Signing KD and Kyrie. What a disaster. You lose, you have KD, who we knew was going to be out, but we still were holding out hope that he may have, that he could have come back around like February or March. That never happened. Kyrie goes down with a bad shoulder injury. He's causing a ruckus with his, with his mouth again. Apparently not good leadership. And DeAndre Jordan, listen, I like DeAndre Jordan. He's a great veteran. The guy contracted coronavirus like last week. Why is he all of a sudden just backing out so quickly? The sport doesn't come back un- un- until the end of the month. Did you see how quick he was to back out? Yeah. I think it's because it takes a while for you to recover. It takes about a month to recover. I get that, dude, but he's also like a world-class athlete. He's not, he's not 72 years old. He backed out so quick. And Spencer Dinwiddie, too. And, and, and Spencer Dinwiddie didn't, didn't, didn't back out. Not officially. It's a disaster, man. Football, we have no idea if that's even going to start. The players, the players union wants no preseason games, which I'm down for. Preseason is yeah, that's just a waste. It's a waste. Four weeks of preseason games, no. That that cost Um, Avery Williamson a season last year. Imagine if we had Avery Williamson last year. It would have helped. Because because we ended up losing. You know, we ended up losing all those games. Imagine if freaking Le'Veon freaking freaking tore his ACL in preseason. That's a nightmare that you probably don't want to think about. If you, if you go back and you think about it with preseason games, when the Jets played the Giants a few years ago, when the Jets still had Mark Sanchez as their starting quarterback, the Giants, that was it. They ended his career on the Jets in preseason. How'd, they, how'd he get injured? What, what, he, like, would he break a leg? His shoulder, remember? Did he tear a leg? Did he tear a labor? I don't remember the exact injury, but that it ended his career. It was, it was a shoulder injury. Was he done for the season? Yeah. And then they went to who? Geno Smith? Yeah. And a preseason game in the freaking Puppy Bowl, the MetLife Puppy Bowl, the Jets and the Giants. I mean, Avery uh, Williamson would have helped out a great deal last year because we lost Mosley. C.J. Mosley was done after the first game. Yep, you're right. I was there, dude. Mosley was in, like, the first half. Then he's just, like, not in the game. Yeah. (laughs) I remember that. He was doing good that first half of the game. That he was. But I want to ask you, how much optimism do you have in, like, baseball, basketball, football, even hockey, man? I haven't heard much about hockey. They found two bubble cities up, up in Canada. 
right now. It was supposed to be Vegas, but the numbers in, in Nevada haven't been good. My thoughts on this whole sports thing coming back, because what I told you a couple of days ago when I was texting you about it, I want sports back in the worst way, but I'm for safety first for the people in this country, for the, for the sports athletes. I just want everything to go back to normal when we get this vaccination. I'm not ready to push sports and go ahead right away. This is something that can affect the players. What if a player dies from this? What if a player gets this, take it, takes it home to their family members, and they, God forbid, die from this? And that's what's stopping players from going. And that's why like, they're hopping out. And I don't like them. Like, for instance, Ryan, Z- Ryan uh, uh, Zim- Zim- Zimmerman. Ryan Zimmerman of the, of the Washington Nationals. World champion, face of the franchise, opted out because his wife had a uh, newborn, newborn baby. So it makes sense, you know. And I could see it. I could see a lot more players doing the exact same thing. This has been an just an unbelievable mess. And we didn't even get into the other topics yet that I wanted to discuss. Which yeah, is the recently reported news of a new virus breaking out from China, which I sent you the article on last night. Oh yeah. Which is similar to the two thousand was it two thousand nine swine flu? Two thousand nine yep. swine flu? H one N one, yep. And the Spanish flu, I believe, from nineteen eighteen. Was that the year? Yep. What is it like? They said it's it's similar to both. Yep. I don't know what to tell you, man. See you in twenty twenty two. Yeah. Well, well, they stopped travel between China. Oh, and they got to. Yeah, but I, I think they already did. So I'm not too worried about that. See, with Corona, there was no stop in travel. You know, we had kids at St. John's who were like studying abroad, and were coming over, and we're coming back here. While the virus was in was in those countries, yeah. So travel is much more restri- is much more restricted. So it's I guess it's different. But this is what uh, this is what happens when you have these freaking wet markets, man. When you have these animals that they literally just like kill in front of the people and serve them as food. It's like these are infected animals. It's it's really not a good look for China. This whole this whole ordeal has been a horrific look on the entire country of China. Whole thing. It has been. No one's going to want to travel there. Yeah. What's your other story? Uh, what you got? The other story of what you've been hearing in the news, the bounty from the Russians on the Marines of the United States. I got to read more into that. I've been reading. I some some have said that it's that it was that it was false. Some are saying that it's real, and you don't know what to believe anymore. I it, that's because the higher ups, people in Trump, because Trump's not going to admit it. He's a, I'm sorry, Trump is in bed with the with the Russians. Uh, you know, in bed? you know he is. Yeah. Uh-huh. You're not going to tell me that he didn't just brush that to the side and cover it up, put it under the rug. I'm sure he probably did. I believe it. And that's treason. Mm-hmm. Not doing anything well, about the Russians who killed U.S. Marines. Well, there's been multiple acts of treason by him. So it doesn't really make a difference, right? 
doesn't really, but this thing is it's getting a lot of attention and it's going to come to the point when are his supporters going to stop supporting him? Cause you know, they're all for America first. And this is a guy that has been covering up things, especially the thing that's getting spotlight now with the Marines getting killed by the Russians. You still going to support him now? That's the question I have for him. So the big problem is dude, is that media is so media is so divided and media has become politicized. We're literally like a story like that. They'll just tell you that it's fake. Like they'll they'll tell you it's fake, and once somebody tells you that it's fake, then the conversation ends because you're not going to prove them otherwise. So what's the point of even conversing? That's the biggest problem, and that's why Donald Trump has has not really has has not lost his base at all because they don't believe anything other than what he says. It's a cult following. I'm telling you, it's a cult. And I'm. Um, it's a cult follow. Although, I got a weird thing about cult following, dude. I mean, like, I guess the, the there are signs of it being like a cult, but you almost have to like wonder, like, how much trust did they have to lose from regular politicians for them to like believe this man that just that just came on in. And he doesn't care about them. He doesn't care about those people that he's running but, like. He cares about but the, the thing is, But the thing is, though, is that they don't care what, like, they don't, like, they don't, they don't care about that stuff because they know that regular politicians don't care about them either. That's why they went with the outsider, dude. That's why they went with the guy not in politics because they felt like, the only person to change the system was somebody from the outside. I talk to, dude, I talk to Republicans all the time. I have some of my family, dude. They don't trust politicians. Not many do. Like, <laughs> you have politicians for 40 years, like, talk about, like, talk about like we're gonna we're going to we're 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 gonna raise up the poor class we're gonna bring in the we're gonna bring up the um uh, uh middle class here income inequality you know everybody's gonna be treated right that's it, it hasn't happened it's gone worse obama hasn't helped the middle class he tried he tried to work for it hasn't didn't help it didn't, didn't happen and he was a democrat now you can blame that on the recession in 08 caused by George W. Bush. But like, this is what, like, it doesn't matter what party it is, dude. Politicians really have burned the bridge for American citizens. And they look at a guy like Donald Trump and they say, this guy has been, has been, has been standing on my side his entire life. It's like they think that politicians are like some, are like some different species. Like they're on like, like, like they're on a, like, like they're on a, a completely different side of, of a spectrum. That's why Trump doesn't lose the base. That's why the base flocks to him. It's because they trust him because 
they look at him as somebody who has stood with them for 40 to 40, 50 plus years. That's how it works, man. You think, you think that people, especially Republicans, look at Obama and they think of him as somebody that was nurturing to their values? No. Bullshit. They didn't care. When they see Obama in his nice house with his nice family, with his security personnel, they're just, I mean, and you could say this little Trump lives in a big, in, in a big penthouse too. He's a billionaire, but he got that in the private sector too. That's different. Obama gained his riches being in the public sector in the government. People don't trust government in this country, dude. That's really all it is. And you can't sway them otherwise. Can't, and I don't know. And I don't know, dude. Maybe we, maybe we trust government too much. Like, how much? Like, how much do you? How much do you trust government? And I'm not just saying the Trump administration. I'm just saying like any government. I don't trust them because we don't know what they cover up. Exactly. You don't know. You don't know. That's. But that's where it comes from. These people have been screwed over so many times by government. Obamacare was like, it really was like, it really was like a half-assed thing. Like, yeah, people were covered, but dude. The Republicans wouldn't let him pass things on the bill, though. There were things that Mitch McConnell wasn't let get passed on the bill. So that's why. Yeah. And it was so expensive. So expensive. And people were paying fines up the ass with Obamacare. That it got to the point where they felt like it was cheaper just to pay the fines. And not do the, um, uh, what's it called? Um, pay the premiums. That's how it works, man. Yep. But do you have any other topics? Anything else? Anything else on the docket? Uh, th- those are the three main topics that I wanted to bring up. I know Jamal Adams. I mean, we, we discussed him last week, but saluting Bill Belichick a few days ago when he signed Cam Newton. Yeah, I don't know why he's got to do that. I guess that just shows that there isn't much rivalry amongst players anymore. Those guys are all friends. They're all part of the same union. Like, that's all fan rivalry and stuff. I want him off the team. I can't wait till he's gone. Jamal. Yeah. I got. Did I tell you last week that if they get rid of Jamal, that the defense is going to be so weakened, it's not even going to be like representable. Yeah. I mean, besides C.J. Mosley and Avery Williamson on uh, linebacker, who's in the secondary? No one. Well, Marcus May, but he's not on the Jamal. Marcus May, I think, will be gone. Who wants Marcus May? Yeah. I don't get it, man. This is a guy, but if, he does, if we do give him his money, which I don't want to give him his money now, you're saluting Bill Belichick. Give me a freaking break. This is a guy that's still going to complain. When he was drafted, what did he say? He said that he was not going to cause his organization any grief, any problems, 
He was going to be all about the team and turning this franchise around. And what has he done? He's freaking complained the whole time. We give him the contract, he's going to find something else to complain about because that's the type of player he he's is. He's had some real tough, like, he's, had, he's played on some real tough teams. Played under some bad coaches. Well, well, he's played for two coaches, Todd Bowles and uh, Adam Gase. Yeah. One worse than the other. So I understand. Dude, players want to win. You know, there's not that many Le'Veon Bells who, come, who comes to work just to play and do his thing. Players want to win. The Jets have been horrific for a long time. For 50, 50 years, 51 years? Yeah. And I guess maybe Adam Gase's coaching style wasn't matching up the terms with him. First off, Adam Gase is an offensive-minded coach. Why is he so wrapped up with him? Why not go, why not go up to Greg Williams and try to, like, you know, discuss stuff with him? He's got his back. That's what he said to Jamal. He's got his back. And to be honest, dude, if I woke up tomorrow and I found out that Greg Williams is, is a new head coach for the Jets, I'll take it any day of the week. Oh, I would too. Adam Gaze, I want him out of there. so Because I think more players would respect Greg Williams more than Adam Gase. Like, okay, they'll say that players played their hearts out for Adam Gase last year. Team was one in seven. They were dead in the water. Half those guys were playing for jobs. They were playing for jobs. I mean, are you telling me that, like, bless Austin was really, like, was really revving it up last year just because of Adam Gase? No. No. That's somebody that's playing for his job because he's playing on a team that was 1-7 in seven with terrible defense, letting tight ends run up and down the field and just catching the ball uh, wherever it was placed. Receivers destroying cornerbacks. Like, don't judge a team by how they play when they're when they're at their worst. Judge them where they are, where they're at their best. If the team started out the year six and two, different story. Because then you're because then you're because then you're in it. You're in it for the fight. One and seven, your team's tapped out. I didn't see them coming back because when they finished six and two when they came back, they finished the year seven and nine. They were one and seven, and then they ended the year six and two. And they played some bad teams, dude. That was an easy schedule. They had that absolute gift of a win against the Cowboys, which I don't know how that happened. How even happened? I don't, I don't, I don't know, how, know how that happened either. So if they lost to the Cowboys, they're six and ten. I mean, not a real good first year right there uh, with an easy schedule. They did beat the Steelers. They beat the Raiders. They beat the Giants. You know, they had a real easy schedule. But, man. All right, you ready to wrap this up? Yeah, I'm ready. You, you want to go first with the socials? or oh, you know, I'll do first. All right. All right, so... Instagram is at T-A-N-O-O-C-H-9-6. Once again, at T-A-N-O-O-C-H-9-6 for Instagram. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at The Real Max, T-H-E-R-E-E-L-M-A-X. 
You could check out all of our previous podcasts on my website, maxrcoghlan.com, M-A-X-R-C-O-U-G-H-L-A-N.com. Follow us on Twitter at the official Conspiracies, Crimes, and Curses podcast at CX3Podcast. We're available, all of our vid- visuals, I think starting at episode 40, I believe, right at YouTube, on my YouTube channel, Sports and Hip Hop with DJ Mad Max on that YouTube channel. And yeah, that's pretty much it. I know we still are thinking of a name. I- I'm trying to think of a name that would best suit us because I know we get into everything. Maybe ask like maybe ask like people on like on social media like on your Twitter page. I thought I thought about it. I thought about it, but I kind of want to come up with something on our own because what happens if we like that's that's kind of like the name of the people. They may not know the best interest and in what our name should be. I think you're frozen. Me. Are you good? <laughs>